The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Hi, I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom, and you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. The name of our program is Off the Basement Trenches, a weekly talk program talking to the Black American Black American community. Again, let me say from the beginning, I'm not against any community. The reason why I focus on my community because in the last 50 years, my group has become a permanent underclass. We have been totally removed from interventions that Dr. King was murdered for, like affirmative action, the 1964 Act of Civil Rights, all these initiatives that was fought by American-born blacks have been weaponized where everybody else benefits from them but us. But us, that's fact. And so we find ourselves in 2022, a permanent underclass. And so my focus is not to disparage any group. I'm not, I'm not against any group. I have no ax to grind, grind against no group. I focus on my group because my group needs dire, dire attention. We are on what I call life support. And we are flatlining as a, as a collective group. So, again, I focus on my group, although many people can benefit from my words. But I want to just make clear that I'm really trying to draw attention to my group's plight. And that we are now a permanent underclass in America. A country that we built into the wealthiest country in the world. We now find ourselves on the outside looking in. So, again, I want to be clear from the beginning, I have no issues with no group. Don't disparage in the group, but my focus is on my group. I'm a member of the Black American Black American uh, community. My topic today is entertainers are not our leaders. Are you listening? Entertainers are not our leaders, and I might also want to include our Black American politicians are not leaders. And the reason being, I've come to this conclusion. If you follow the Conway West situation and also Kyrie Irving situation, what you saw, right, is highly high-income individuals, okay, who got no power, who got no juice. And you've seen that they could have their contracts voided. They could have uh, endorsement taken. They could have their brand tarnished. Because whether the things they were saying was right or wrong, because another group has all this power, and we have none, they can now inflict racism. And keep in mind, racism is not about somebody calling your name, the N-word, or whatever, the B-word. Racism is when one group has the power, right, to prevent you from getting mortgages, contracts, moving to different neighborhoods, different schools, based on race. So to me, you saw clear signs of racism, okay? It's not about somebody just disliking you, calling your name. Racism is about power. Well, one group 
can prevent another group from accessing America's resources. And so I want to just talk about today, without the atmosphere, our entertainers are not our leaders. <clears throat> and the reason being, I, I say that, if you think about it, right? These are just highly gifted, talented people. That's true. Right? And I'm not disparaging none of these folks. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem with them. Be it Conway West, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, Denzel Washington, Mary J. Blige, all these are high-income in, high individuals. Shaq, Charles Barkley, all of them. But like Dr. Clark Anderson said, who wrote uh, Black Wealth, excuse me, Black Labor, Black, Black Labor, White Wealth, and also Powernomics, that we don't control or own anything. We don't control the means of production. We are just talent. Talent. And so when anybody in our group wants to try to assert themselves and stand on truth, okay, they end up having to what? Apologize. I'm sorry. I overstepped my boundaries. I guess I misspoke, etc. And you notice during the whole Kyrie Irving situation, what's so daunting here, in my humble opinion, this young man just posted a tweet on his platform. He did not endorse anybody. He didn't say anything negative about this community. There's nowhere that I could find that Kyrie has said anything anti-Semitic about the Jewish community or anybody, anybody. But yet, they took offense that this tweet on his platform, he didn't endorse anything, didn't say anything about the, the video, right? Also now, he's anti-Semitic. And the New Jersey Net said, we're going to suspend him. He must apologize, pay the ADL $500,000, take the classical sensitivity classes, and go visit the Jewish Museum of the Holocaust. Come on now. It's like saying that you and I have no discernment. If we view that film, we can't discern, right, what we agree with or what we don't agree with. This is my opinion. I believe this young man, he has a class, class action lawsuit, right, based on defamation of character. Why, Larry? Because they are trying to make him out to be something he's not. Nowhere has this man ever said anything negative about that community. But you are denigrating his character, right, defaming his character, and also costing him, in, costing him income. I would look into suing, right, the New Jersey Net, ADL, NBA, Charles Barkley, Shaq, LeBron John, all those guys for, for painting me as being anti-Semitic. All I did was post a tweet. I didn't endorse anything. I didn't say anything. But yet still now, I'm a villain. And you notice, nobody came to this young man's aid from the beginning. As time went on and the black community started to push back, all right, then it started to soften. Well, you know, Stephen A. Smith, we should show compassion and mercy. Come on now. The man did, did, did nothing wrong. And it shows you we'll place a lot of uh, credence in these high celebrities, good people they are, right? But they don't make policies. They don't make laws. We are the only group in America, black American, who's been disenfranchised by laws. 
slavery laws, Jim Crow laws, redlining laws, convict leasing laws. No other group has ever, ever had to deal with this here. And so I want to put out an atmosphere for us to understand our entertainers, as entertaining as they are, they're not our leaders. They cannot speak truth to our situation. They cannot speak truth about race. Because if they do, right, the image is tarnished, right? Their contract can be voided, all right? Endorsement pull. So although they're out front, it gives, them, gives the appearance that we're doing something, that we are advancing, when in fact we're not. All the research by companies shows that American-born blacks, right, are now a permanent underclass. And they also say that by 2053, it will be permanent, that our group will have zero wealth. Zero wealth. So we are being deceived by, by, our, by our entertainers that we are doing better than, than, than we are. Most black Americans, right, income-wise, you know, 30, 40 grand a year gross, if that. So that lets you know that we're on the low end of the income scale. And in fact, if you look at uh, Katrina and also the pandemic, who got hurt the worst? Our community. And so we need to just come to grips here <clears throat> and stop really giving so much credence to and focus on our entertainers. As entertaining as they are, they're good at what they do, that's true. But they don't make laws. They don't make policies. And all of them, whether Denzel Washington, you know, Samuel Jackson, uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, none of them, none of them have the power to make laws or make policies. But yet still, we are fed this constant dose of our entertainers. Why? To keep us off balance. To keep us from really looking at where we are as a people. To keep us from really saying, look here, man. Without the king was murdered for, the opportunity's been squandered. Been squandered. We got nothing from this man being, being murdered. You got a few slots there on the, on the you know, from the faction. But in 1972 or 73, they gutted the most two important uh, uh, concept, which was set aside and quotas. They gutted that saying it was racist, based on race. But we was put here in this dilemma based on race. It wasn't based on class or inclusion or diversity, based on race or gender, based on race. And so we had nobody to fight for us to demand a new deal, a better deal. And so here we find ourselves being just in the neighborhood without, 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 you know, you know, without celebrities all the time. They look good. They're living good. We, we always see in that lifestyle what they're doing, who they're living with, who they're shacking with. That's just diversion to keep the group off balance from accepting the fact that we as a collective are a permanent underclass. In the last 50 years, there's been an invasion Invasion of the of illegal immigrants. That's the best word I can use, invasion. When you tell me that in nineteen sixty, and you can check it out for yourself, if you go to the nineteen sixty census, here's here's here is who was in America. 
It was 99.1% blacks and Negroes. There was virtually no Spanish people here. Fast forward to 2020 census. Now, it's almost 68 million Spanish speaking. Those are, all, those are all illegal immigrants. But why did it occur? Because it benefits both the Republicans and the Democrats. They all benefit from it. Cheap labor, taking care of the kids, mowing the lawn, doing construction work. And the most important thing, there's no grievance there. They don't owe these folks anything. And I'm not just disparaging them, any of those folks who come across that border, be they Haitian, be they folks from Africa, be they folks from Europe, there's no grievance there. There is a grievance here with American-born blacks. There is a debt owed here because of what the federal government allowed the white community to do to us. And I hold the federal government responsible. And the reason being, people will only do what government allows them to do. I say it again. People only will do what government allows them to do. Slavery, government allowed it. Right? Jim Crow, government allowed it. Sharecropping, government allowed it. Convict leasing, government allowed it. Redlining, government allowed it. Being excluded from the GI Bill, government allowed it. The New Deal, which built the white middle class, government allowed it. So who's responsible, right? Not who's to blame, but who is responsible for the sea hole we're in for the government? And so we have been fed what I call distraction without entertainers. They dance nice, they look good, they live, you know, they live great, you know, big houses, you know, bling blinging. But they don't own anything. They don't control anything. They can't hire nobody virtually, but a very few people. So we are being distracted by entertainers because it keeps us from looking at where we are as a group. Any city that you go to, Boston included, most of our folks here in the city, right, are on Section 8, getting a rent voucher, which means they can't afford to be here, and they're working. So if you pull the rent voucher, daycare, food stamp, whatever, 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 whatever they're getting, right, they'd be homeless. They'd be out on the street. And so it keeps us, right, off balance from really looking at our situation from a, what I call realism, being practical. And it keeps us from fighting for ourselves because why? We got these uh, distractions. We're not entertainers. Even our black American politicians, they cannot speak forcefully for anything about us. Not one of these black politicians has brought anything, right, to the fore. To the, to, to, to the floor, to aim at black Americans only. None of them, be they the city, state, or level, none of them. No matter what they might have said while they was running, being bold, courageous, once they got there, making $100,000, $200,000 200, $200, a year, they got comfortable. It's a cushy job, you can get it. Also now, you that, well, we got we to gotta work for everybody. Everybody. I'm trying to help everybody. Well, everybody was not hurt by these laws. We were. And so even our black American politician, 
All right? Do us no good. They don't serve any good. And all they can tell you is vote, vote, vote. And the reason why many in our community are totally detached from voting, they're seeing nothing tangible come about. Nothing. It's like, it's like we're not entertainers. Well, they can live good for themselves. They might do, do a turkey drive. They might try to build a school over here, right? But it does nothing to uplift the collective. Dr. King messes about collective uplift. Not a few of us doing okay, but for the group. The group. So we are totally distracted by entertainers who look good, sound good, live good, but they can do nothing for the group. And the reason why they can be castrated economically because none want to come back to the hood. Most of our entertainers, right, came from what I call humble beginning. Their folks didn't have no wealth, no inheritance. So they played ball well, sang well, danced well, you know, whatever they did and filmed well, okay. Everything lined up, so boom, they made it. But they can't take nobody with them. They can't take 10,000 people and hire them, employ them. They can't do that. And so we are inundated with Essence magazine, you know, all these shows on TV about the rich and the famous, how they living. That's, that's just to distract you from seeing that the group is submerged beneath water. If the group did not have these so-called uh, subsidies by, by, from, from the government, right, our folks would be homeless. Homeless. So I'm going to say to you, if you've been paying attention to the, you know, Conway West and also Kyrie Irving, right? Whether they were right on some things or wrong on some on, on some things, what you saw was the essence of white racism, white power, white power. I can take your contract. I can take your endorsement. The image that you're trying to project, I can tarnish that. Okay, I can call you something that you are not. And I can make you lose millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And like Dr. Carl Claude Anderson said, in America, we never should walk down the road for affirmative action, you know, citizenship, or equality. Why, Larry? I'll tell you why. Think about our relationship from 1619 to It's built on what? Hate and contempt. How, in 247 years later, in 1865, you're going to tell the same folks who've been indoctrinated and groomed to despise and to hate you, right? To also now want to see you as human or as citizen or as equals. Bad move, as my late, as my late father would say. Bad move. We should have never walked down the road looking for citizenship or equality or to vote. No, we want our share of land. Give us our land. Let's do commerce together, you know. Give us guns to protect ourselves from these so-called, you know, uh, Confederate soldiers, whomever, right? <clears throat> and be done with it. Native Americans, right, have contract with the federal government. 
They are in the federal budget every year when they get billion dollars. The only goes to them. You and I can't get none of that money, none of those benefits, because they are viewed as a nation. And I agree with Dr. Clark Anderson. We should have never, never went down the road for civil rights. What is the guiding us as the collective? Nothing. You think about it, nothing. Absolutely positive, nothing. So you got some entertainers <clears throat> who are out there, you know, for show, give the, give the impression that America's changed. Look at, look at all your folks out there. Look at them dancing, running the ball, you know, they're announcing, on, you know, on ESPN, they're here, they're there. Look at them. Look how much progress y'all have made. It's all the facade. It's all the facade. But we won't really take notice that, hey, we're worthless. We don't own anything. We don't control anything. So despite having our so-called celebrities out front singing and announcing and dancing, right, the collective is submerged underwater. And so this whole thing with Kyrie and, uh, you know, Mr. West, what it speaks to me about what Dr. Clark Anderson has said so clearly, America is based on what you own and control. What you own and control. We don't own, we don't control nothing here. And those individuals, those companies, let Mr. West and Kyrie know but also, you send a message to everybody else. All these other high-priced celebrities, high-priced property celebrities. If you get out of line, right, we'll do it to you too. We will do it to you. So what that means? They become silent. They can't fight for me and you. They can't speak on our. They cannot speak on our on like our behalf because their livelihood will be jeopardized. They'll lose their endorsement, their contract. Their name will be tarnished. So they're no good to you and I. They are, they're good people, but they're practical. They're practical. Case in point, with a young man who, 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 uh, who did the knee for the football. Many of those football players agreed with him in principle. They agreed with him, but they wouldn't stand with him. Because why? Our folks come from humble beginnings. And they don't want to see their contract, you know, nullified or to see the endorsement pull, you know, from Nike, Coca-Cola, whatever, because they're living good. They're comfortable now. So, yeah, they might agree with you, impressible, but I'm not going to put myself out there on the line for y'all. And so I'll come to the conclusion <clears throat> we need a grassroots organization that's gonna fight for us only. Nobody's fighting for black Americans. Nobody's speaking for us. Nobody. Not even the NWCP or the Urban League. They are for now everybody. But you go to any other organization, you go to go to their Facebook, you go to their website, it tells you there we are for Hispanics. We are for Asians. We are for whomever. They let you know who they're fighting for. Nowhere do you hear this thing called people of color or for American blacks. We're not even in, in we're not even in the conversation. 
And I keep saying, I keep saying, folks do not come here to become allies with us to fight against our number one nemesis from day one with white racism. They don't come for that. They don't come in to try to change this paradigm that's been here from day one. They don't, they're not here to change anything. They're here to get as much of the financial resource out of America for them and their families. So we have no allies. And so our celebrities, although they are front, is just a facade. They have no juice. They have no power. And if you listen, listen to, to that language, right, they're all talking about for everybody. I want to help everybody. Everybody. As though America now is a raceless, colorless you know, society. Because why? They know to say anything otherwise, right, they would be subjected to what I call economic terrorism. Economic terrorism. Where the economic, the economics will be subjected to being pulled, as you saw with uh, Kyrie and Mr. West. So they just to give you the impression that America doesn't change. See there? All your folks out front, they're on TV, CNN, got them on Fox. Look at them. Look how far y'all done came. But the group, the collective, the bottom cast, the bottom cast. Because the laws that came on the book to aid us, that got King murdered, has been weaponized to benefit everybody but us. And so, where I look at it, we back to square one, square zero. Nobody's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to make life better for us. That's why I say all the time, if you don't understand the importance of acquiring high income skills, that all means going to college. I do not mean going to college. You know, there are many technical and vocational skills that will pay you one or two six figures. If you understand the importance of, of you know, elevating your skill, you're not going to leave nothing to your offspring. There'll be no inheritance to the next, to the next generation. Because we're so busy looking at these, these entertainers, these so-called black politicians, that we fail to understand they can't do nothing for us. They're just, you know, a placeholder to show so-called inclusion, diversity, multiculturalism. What is that? What has it done for the group? Nothing. Absolutely nothing for the group. So again. If you, look, look, if you really look at this thing with Kyrie and Mr. West, it should be very clear to you that we have nobody to advocate for us. Nobody came to the aid. Nobody. Nobody. We have no institution that will fight for us only. And many of our folks, right, are just trying to get by that they don't participate in trying to fight for themselves. So again, we are at square zero. We are at square zero. And if we don't understand, if we don't create a grassroots movement that's going to fight for us only, we're foolish. Because we have been totally, totally replaced and displaced with all this cheap labor. And can't blame them. Can't blame them. We're not fighting for ourselves. 
So again, I'm going to take a break in a minute. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of the show is Off the Basement Trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. And again, my topic today has been entertainers are not our leaders. And I want to also include our black politician. We got more blacks in politics than we ever had going back to the 1968 riots. Got more blacks there in, in, in office than you ever had. But they've done nothing for the group. Nothing for the group but look good. Or do you got so-called representation? But no policy can they bring forth that's aimed, based on research and data, at us. So it is there. Be it on the federal level, city, or state, they're just there. So again, we're at a, I think, turning point in our, in our history here. And that again, if we don't make some changes by accepting our reality, we now are permanent underclass as a, as a collective, you know, we're not going to do well. You know, a few are going to do okay, but the group is going to stay submerged, displaced, and replaced. So the group who build America into the wealthiest country in the world is going to be totally on the outside looking in. And for many of our folks, that's already occurring. They're on the outside looking in. Now you think about that. Our entertainers are not our leaders. They cannot speak truth. They cannot be truthful about race and about our condition. They just can't. So I'm going to take a break in a minute, come back, and resume our conversation. And uh, stay tuned. But uh, it is what it is. It just is what it is. listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston Boston's community radio station I'm back again I'm your host Larry Kambata you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM the name of the program is real simple Observation of the Trenches and my conversation today is entertainers are not our leaders. They can't, they can't, they can't afford to be our leaders. And I'll go so far to include our so-called black, black American politician. They can't bring any significant policies that's aimed, aimed at, at us only. None of them. Anything that has to do, anything that has to do with us, it's all we have to include the brown people, gay community, or other you know, at-risk people. But nothing, just us. Because they lack the courage and conviction to stand on the data and the research. Because we have allowed our legitimate grievance against the United States government to be totally removed from the table. Why? We had no organization, right, that the people respected to get out there and push back. And so now we find ourselves off the table. We're not people of color. Come on now. Come on now. We're not immigrants. What brought them here to America is not what brought us here. Our lineage, not the same. Culture, not the same. Struggle, ain't the same. Issues, not the same. We've been here for four and three years. 
1619 to now, well, 400 years, we've been fighting white racism. They just got here. And we civilized this country by what we had to, what we had to go through. They can just walk through the past. They're not our allies and not disparaging them, not against them. They didn't come in for that. They did not come in to change the paradigm of white supremacy. That's not why they took the journey to come here, be they legal or illegal. They come here right for the dollars, the dollars, to create a better life for them and theirs. Have I been blessed to travel the Caribbean, Africa, and the Europe? People don't come here to become, to, to vote or for democracy or for so-called, uh, you know, that document, you know, you know, for the so-called, you know, constitution. Okay, don't come in for that. They come in for the economics, period, period. Them folks coming across that border, they're not coming in to vote, huh, for democracy, huh. They're coming in for the dollars, the dollars, period. And so if it means replacing and displacing you, so be it. Nothing personal, nothing against you. That's your fight with white supremacy. That's your fight with white racism. They ain't did nothing to us. If you think about it, through independence, right, white racism does not mean to them what it means to us. Say what, Larry? I say again. White racism does not mean to them what it means to us. Because why? They have been independent, right, for 60, 70, 80 years. In the case of uh, folks, in, folks in the South America, I mean, Spain left there in the 1800s. So they have not been fighting white racism, per se. They have been fighting their own. The folks from the Caribbean, most of them independent, right, since 1950, 1960. They come to, to America in the 80s and 90s, right? They have no concept of what white racism. They are just Jamaicans, Trinidadians, Nigerians, South Africans, Cape Verdeans. Race means nothing to them. We have been fed a constant diet of white racism. So when it comes to America, right, they got no problem with white folks, and white folks got no problem with them. You're looking for allies where there's nothing to glue you together. Black skin, and you speak English, does not make you an ally. It's lineage, culture, struggle. We ain't the same. In America, everybody needs four things. You need home, income, water, shelter, and you need some money. I repeat, you need shelter, food, water, home, and some money. Your lineage is different from ours. Culture, different. Food, different. Music, different. Struggle, different. There ain't no us here. The only thing that makes you an American is citizen. We all are American citizens. And it ends there. And so we got our entertainers. They cannot take a bold position on our situation because their brand will be tarnished. Their contract pull. Their endorsement pull. They be labeled like Kyrie was anti-Semitic or whatever because they're there to give the impression 
that America is changing. And look how well American blacks are doing. They are front. They're on the news. They're on ESPN. They're at the White House. And then city, state government. With no juice. They don't make power. They don't make policy. Our country runs on laws. Laws. We are the only group, as I said earlier, who's been deliberately hurt by laws. Laws. It's going to take laws to make our condition better. And all the research that, that I read, you know, be it the color of law, color of money, if you had a very comprehensible reparation, reparation program out today that we designed that included cash, but also funding institutions like for housing, contracts, education, mental health, etc., it would take hundreds of years for us to catch up. Hundreds of years for us to catch up. That's how far behind we are. And so, yes, we must fight for that. But at the same time, you need to recognize, right, you must be highly skilled. You must, you must invest in your skill set. Because in a system called America capitalism, there's two important concepts. One is capital. One is labor. Well, the federal government made sure we was going to be locked out of wealth, capital. So all you got there is, is your labor. So if you don't invest in your labor by being highly skilled, okay, acquiring high-income skills, you can demand top dollar in the marketplace. And again, again, I do not, I do not mean just going to college. If you cannot demand, right, top dollar in the marketplace, you're down there trying to live on 50 bucks an hour. And keep in mind, keep in mind neighbor, $20 is now the new minimum wage. You got millions of people, right? Where that 20 bucks look darn good. You know, you can't do much with it. But where they're coming from, living on $2 a day, it looks fantastic. And white employers were to hire them to hire you. And now the last 50 years, many of them, many, 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 many of their own people have come here and started their own company so they can hire their own people. And exploit them, that's true. But they can hire their own people, put them to work. So you're not needed. So if you're not trying to acquire contracts on a city, state, or federal level or private level level to employ your people, to employ yourself, you're being foolish. You're being foolish. And our entertainers are here to distract us and to keep us off balance about looking at our situation. We are a permanent underclass as a collective. And until we can cultivate and groom a new set of individuals to be beginning the politics who are going to fight for us and, don't, and not afraid to say this policy is for, for, for American blacks, and he, here's the reason why, until we can cultivate and groom that new crop of politicians, you're on your own, baby. We are on our own. No one's coming to save us. No one's coming to get you off that bottom. They didn't come for me. They're not coming for you. I had to go back and upgrade my skills. I had to go back, right? Because why? I wanted a better life for myself. I was working, making about 30 grand a year, something like that, like many of you are right now. When my daughter was born in 91, I said, oh, I got to do something. I did not see a life that was going to be prosperous 
where I was. I had to go back and upgrade my skills. You will have to do the same thing. There's no getting around that. You're not going to work your way from the bottom to the top. Them days are gone. They never, never was there for us anyway. So again, we need to come to, come to terms <clears throat> that until we create a organization from, from, the, from, 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 from the bottom to fight for us, you got to be about acquiring skills. Because you want, don't, don't you want to live good? I know I do. Our country is a great country. I will not take it from it. I got no problem with that. It's a great country if you've got sufficient wealth to be comfortable. It's a great country if you've got sufficient wealth to be comfortable, to have life on your terms. Do what you want to do. Live where you want to live. Go where you want to go when you want to go. If you don't, you're going to struggle. We have been struggling from the very beginning. And our entertainers, right, really cloak or conceal that the group is struggling severely. And if you take out these subsidies for more men of our people in these cities, right, they'd be homeless. Think about this here. You hear a lot about South Side of Chicago, Baltimore, right? Now, if these individuals who who there had the income and the wealth to leave, would you know, you'd think they'd leave. I know I would. If I was in, if I was in an environment where young folks were killing themselves, kids are being, you know, terrorized and terrible schools, I'd leave. Why can't they leave? No wealth. No wealth. They don't have high-income skills to get out. And so we are fed this sedative with our entertainers as though we're doing so good. Look how well they're living. Oh, man, ain't they blinging? Look at them. Ain't life good? Boy, life will be really good for black Americans. It's all a facade. It's all an illusion. It's to keep the rank and file glued on something that is not real because it does not apply to us. It does not apply to you or me. And it keeps you from getting a game plan of getting off that freaking bottom. And only game plan that's going to get you off that bottom is acquiring high-income skills that are, that are in demand in the marketplace. And then getting out there and demanding to get a share of that. I don't see any other way. So until we build a grassroots organization that's going to fight for American-born blacks only, only, O-N-L-Y, only, you gotta, you got to upgrade your skills. And I would say also, we need to start paying some of the attention to, attention to, to, to these, to these, to these uh, you know, entertainers. They're not going to save us. They're not going to save us. They're not going to save us. And Mr. West and Kyrie Irving, you know, showed that they can be taken down. They can be hurt financially. So they don't make policies that's going to uplift the group, make life better for the group. And the black American politician, you know, Congressional Black Caucus, they fighting for everybody but us. 
Everybody but us. In my humble opinion, just my humble, my humble opinion, they, 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 they're no good to us. They're not famous. us. They say they take pride in the so-called Build Back Better bill. Well, they should ask, well, of this so-called, so-called bill, how many c- contracts will we get? How many workers will we be able to employ? They don't ask those kind of questions. They never, ever ask, how is it going to benefit American-born blacks? What are we getting at the deal? But they run out here, right, guilt trip you, and say, if you don't vote, democracy is lost. If you don't vote, God help the country. But the country is not helping us. It never did. What has, what has democracy done for us? Or the Constitution? Let's be honest now. What has it done for you? Nothing. Nothing. But they'll guilt trip you. They'll send out President Obama and Michelle, you know. They're living good. Telling you why, you know, your vote matters. It counts. You know, hope we can believe in. Remember from Obama, President Obama? Hope you can believe in. Hope you can believe in. What did it get us? What did it get us? What did it get us? Nothing. Because why? There was nothing tangible he brought for us. He didn't bring anything to do anything for us anyway. So he entertained us. He looked good. He sound good. He had the you know, suave. Yeah, he did. Swagger. Yeah, he did. But policy-wise, he did nothing for the group. And it's time for us to stop being uh, entertained by entertainers. Not disparaging them, not against them, no actually grind against them. But life comes down to how you're living, baby. How are you living? Are you comfortable? Are your needs being met? Can you live where you want to live? Can you send your kid to the school that you want to send your kid to school of your choice? Can you handle any unexpected bill that might come down? How are you living? Because all we've been doing for the last 50 years is being entertained by entertainers while they totally, slowly gutted out from a reaction. They totally, slowly gutted out the 1964 Act of Civil Rights. And the reason why both those ordinances fail. Language matters. It did not say who who it was for. It should have said, this is for black American Negroes. It didn't say that. And so anybody can come under that umbrella who got no skin in the game, did not shed not one tear, not one drop of blood, did not lose their life. Now anybody can benefit from it because we were foolish enough not to understand the importance of language. Language matters when it comes to bills. So we give them, so we give them what, what these, these symbols of success. Oh, he's making 200, $200 million. He's making. He's just a high-priced piece of property. Not disparaging them. Not begrudging them. They can't do nothing for us. They, they can do a turkey drive here. They might build a school here. You know, 
Might pay a bill here and there for a group of us, you know, whatever. Might give you a few scholarships. They can do nothing for the group because they don't make policy. They don't make laws. And our so-called lawmakers, policymakers, they just did just for just for melanin, just for a photo op to show you got diversity, inclusion, multiculturalism. It's just there. And so at the end of the day, you're what? You're on your own. And I would say to you, don't you want to be comfortable in America? Don't you want, don't you want to be comfortable in America and not just get by? If the answer is yes, you must upgrade your skills. There's no, there's no getting around that. Because you're not going to do well on a job making 20 bucks an hour or, 20, or 25 bucks an hour in America, not in these cities. And so we need to really stop, you know, paying attention to what, what, our, what our entertainers are doing, who they're sleeping with, who got this, who got that. Those are all distractions. Those are all distractions. It does nothing to uplift or improve your quality of life or the group's quality of life. And that's what I take away from Mr. West and also Kyrie Irving. I'm sure they're they're good guys, you know what I mean? But again, they let you know or they were shown who runs this plantation. And I still call America a plantation because why? It's still configured like a, like, 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 like a plantation. We're trying to say, Larry, think about it. In the days, you got what? The elite, middle-class workers, right? You got three levels. The elite, middle-class workers. When we was enslaved, you had what? Slave master, overseer's slave, right? Slave master, overseer's slave. We have our folks. Most are on that bottom rung. The vast majority of our people are still on that bottom rung as we were doing that doing our enslavement. So if you don't get off that bottom by upgrading your skill, and again, I don't mean going to college, you're foolish. You're not going to be able to pass a inheritance to your kid or live well or enjoy this great country of ours. You don't have the means, period. You don't have the means to do that. So again, let's stop putting our focus in areas that does not matter, that, that will not benefit us. And so, I'm just here to say, you know, I'm not disparaging any of our entertainers. You know, I like them, I like them all. But I'm comfortable. Why? I had to go back and upgrade my skills. I own a company. We, own, we got contracts with the state and also with Medicaid. I had to go back and upgrade my, upgrade my skills to put myself in a, in, in, in a position to acquire those contracts. And so were you. Because I came from the bottom. I came from making 30 grand a year. I came from down there too. My folks had no inheritance. You know, there's, there's no wealth being transferred to the, to, the, to the next generation. But I wanted something better for myself, my daughter, and my wife at the time. So I had to go back and upgrade my skills. And so were you. Because America is a great country. And believe me, when you have sufficient wealth to be comfortable, it's a great place to be. It really is. It really, really is. That's why everybody's trying to get here. So everybody's trying to get here by hook or crook. By hook or crook. And so since you're already a citizen, 
it behooves you, right, to upgrade your skills and really see how great this country is. Again, I'm your host, I'm your host Larry, Larry Higginbottom. Name my show is From the Trenches, Off the Basement the Trenches. You've been listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM. I'm here every Wednesday from 6 to 7 o'clock. Just sharing with you my observation. As, as a clinician out here, for the last 20 years, the last 22 plus years in the trenches, I got to see how our people are living. Many of our people are not doing well. And the entertainers are just an illusion, a distraction to keep us off balance, to keep us from seeing just how poorly we are living as a collective. And so again, I try to bring topics here to get folks to take action. It ain't about gloom and doom. It ain't about being negative. It ain't about being a pessimist. It's about looking at your situation for where you are, where you are. And what must you do to improve your situation? That's what time it is. And so again, I don't believe in negativity. I don't believe in being a pessimist, but I do believe in being practical. If I got no wealth, what must I do to change this, 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 this position in the future? I must acquire and improve my skill set. There's no, there's, no, there's no getting around that. So I say to you, you have to do the same thing. Let's stop, you know, glorifying all these entertainers. They, they're going to be okay. Mr. West going to be okay. Kyrie going to be okay. Shaq going to be okay. LeBron going to be okay. Jay-Z, gonna be, they're going to be okay. Dennis, they're going to be okay. They can do nothing for the group because they do not, do not make policies. So again, I want to thank you for allowing me the time to speak to you. I'll be again uh, next Wednesday at, at, at 6 o'clock. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, you know. Uh, be healthy and uh don't eat too much. But uh, again, at the end of the day, as they say, it's just us. And nobody's coming to save you. They didn't come to save me. Think about it. No one's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to save you. It's not a gloom and doom predicament. It is what it is. And so that being the case, it means what? We, we got to save ourselves by increasing our life, our quality of life through our skill set. So until next, so until next uh, Wednesday, God bless and be safe. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, Attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.